0: We are still in our series on faith and discipline, and the artwork looks like this. So if you hadn't gotten a copy, there's probably still some floating around somewhere. It just simply gives us a, a visual image to think about when we consider faith and discipline and, and what they both mean. We, we, we are still, this is the last week, y'all don't, have to, y'all don't have to hear it anymore. Y'all don't have to hear about discipline anymore after today. Not. The disciplines of our faith, we are on discipline number six. Once again, we did this obviously six weeks ago, so now we're doing it again, Uh, but just simply as the reminder of the things that we should do, whether we feel like it or not. This is a a, a little booklet that I taught and went through with young people for years um, that basically is a journaling book that allows you to keep up uh, each day, five days a week. It gives you a page, day three, this is and says day three. Uh, and it asks you, you know, read your scripture for today, choose two or three key words, write them below beside each word, describe in one sentence, why you consider the word significant. Uh, that is just the assignment for that day in, in spending time with the master spending time in in what God has for us just just sort of communing and communicating with God the second uh discipline of our faith is that we live in the word we spend that time in God's word allowing God to speak in and to us and and through his his spirit uh helping us to understand what it is that he Expects and is doing in our lives. The third one is that we pray in faith, pray faithfully, expecting and understanding that God answers prayer, that God is at work, that we we surrender our will to his will. It's in prayer that we get to agree with the spirit of God. The third one is always about the fellowship with believers, meeting together, having the conversation that brings God glory, having the conversation that lifts high the name of Jesus. And, and some of you have been doing that. Thank you, Mark. Uh, you know the idea that you start the conversation about jesus somewhere somehow just start the conversation about jesus it can be simple but that every conversation we have is potentially a worship gathering where we meet together with other believers and we talk about Jesus and we lift high the name of Jesus. The uh, the fifth one is the the witness to the world which we talked about last week. And, and, and I shared with you, uh, introduced to us uh, uh, this couple. I can't give you any of that information. You can come get it. But uh, they're going to be heading back out into the world and we want to send them out well we want them to do well out there sharing the gospel in a in a people group that doesn't have a, a maybe a bible in their own language or they don't have a, a congregation of believers to meet with and so yes you can get involved in that and then the last one is for today right uh, serve others The idea that that, that we serve the body of Christ, we minister to one another within the body of Christ, we serve those around us. And in some cases, those who are not in the body of Christ. And so here's our text for today. You ready? (laughs) 1 Corinthians 15, here we go. Verses 57 and 58, it simply says, But thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling in the Lord's work because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. All righty? Pray with me. Father, today we thank you and we praise you again that as we gather... Father, your word teaches us that you meet with us. You you come and and join us in this place by your spirit. And that friend of mine who used to always pray, God, help us to be so still that we hear the sandal feet moving among us. God, help us to hear from you today. Help us to understand, God, what it is that you are saying to us. and, And God, what you desire in us what you expect of our lives that we might be about building your kingdom advancing the gospel lifting the name of jesus god help us to hear from you this morning and we pray it in Jesus' name amen so today work 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 right Uh, yesterday i laid down about two 16 foot four by six planks Uh, guess what I realized I am not as young as I used to be (laughs) these are these are long 16 foot almost cross tie kind of things four four inches by six inches and and I'm using them as curbing for my for my driveway and 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 laying them down and then taking rebar spikes and driving them down through the got drill hole in them and then drive that rebar down through the spike into the dirt and 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 swing that two pound hammer to nail it in there and and put it in place and We did two of them. Angie helped me yesterday, y'all, so y'all tell her. Say she, tell her when you go out there that, she, man, she just looks like a beast, boy. She, she was helping me carry those boards, and she was drilling in those boards, and she hammered some of them in with, with a two-pound hammer. And, and, we, and so after we did two of them, she says, okay, let's go in. <laughs> and this is what she said. I'm going to tell y'all what she said. She said this. She said, I'm not going to let you overdo it. That's love. That's love, right there. There are a lot of reasons to sit down, y'all. Could be just you're tired. Sometimes you sit down because I need the rest. You know, sometimes you sit down because guess what? Everybody else is sitting down, so I am too. I'm just gonna sit down, right? Uh, sometimes we sit down because you know just come up with your own reason but here's what I notice is that sometimes we sit down because we're done finished just tired ready to quit right Uh, I know those people I've met them lots of them you know Uh, what do we call it in our culture when you sit down from your career Retired. It's like I was tired and I got retired. I'm tired again. <laughs> right? right? Um tired yet? You see? The idea that, that within the body of Christ that we can somehow be, <laughs> dare I say it, retired? It's not a possibility. You know, I always I, I remember preaching a senior adult Sunday one time back up in Pisgah Forest and using uh Caleb as the example everybody know Caleb Joshua and Caleb how old does anybody know Caleb's age when he said tell me where my land is and I'll go get it no Caleb 80 years old 80 some say 83 80 years old he said just Tells Joshua, he says, Joshua, just point to it. I'll take my family and we'll go get it. You see, there's no retirement in the body of Christ. I, I, I talked to a friend of mine yesterday who's a pastor. He said, yeah, he said, you know, after we talked last week, he said, I had a lady come to me. She said, I quit. <laughs> what? Well, she quit. She said, well, she sort of heads up this ministry that we'd have feeding the homeless. She says, I quit. I thought, what? She's retiring. Right? Tired yet? You see the, the 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 idea of serving the body of Christ, can I just You know what serving people is tiring. Did y'all know that? Serving God not so much see, what God wants of us and desires of us and expects of us is that we serve him. How do we serve him? We serve him by serving each other, by serving the body of Christ, by serving within the body of Christ. This passage, I'll have to go ahead and admit to you, you know, uh, how many times I read this passage? I read this passage many times a year at funerals. Because preceding this passage, Paul talks about the, the mystery of, of leaving this mortal body and going to the immortal existence with God. And he goes on, and he, this is where he talks about it. He says, oh, death, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? That, that's in this passage, 1 Corinthians 15. And then he gets to the part where he says, but thanks be to God who gives us the victory. Victory over what? Victory over death. Victory over the end. Victory over being retired. You see? Our victory is in the fellowship and and in the communion that we have with God. And we don't retire. We don't quit. We don't stop. We press on. We press on. We press on. Uh, The the New Living Translation reads it this way, where it says, Therefore, my my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast and movable. CSB Translation says, always excelling in the Lord's work. Nick pointed out this morning, he said, no, he said, the the New Living Translation translates as, always work enthusiastically. Enthusiastically. You know, that's, that's the difference between I get to go to church and I got to go to church. Y'all have heard that, right? Oh, let's go fishing Sunday morning. Oh, nope, i got to go to church. Or let's go fishing Sunday morning. Sorry, Lee, but I'm on fishing. Anyway, uh, let's go fishing and, and I'm sorry, I can't. I get to go to church. You see? I want to go to church. I'm looking forward to going. Now, I admit as a kid, not me. It's like, we got to go to church this morning. Mama said, what do you think? right so this idea of being tired yet this idea that, that 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 it within the body of christ we have some some sort of expectation that as long as i do one year of service a couple of years of service maybe i'm on that committee for three years and then i rotate off and i don't have to do it again it is it, <laughs> it makes me wonder all right god what are you thinking when I turn in my letter of resignation and retirement. Are you pleased? All right, so y'all, I'm gonna go ahead and warn you. Every time I preach this message, and I've preached it not in this context of six disciplines, but every time I preach this message, somebody reacts What? Like, oh, that's the guilt and shame message. Preacher's gonna make us feel guilty. Preacher's gonna shame us into filling out one of these one-one cards. I guess if they need somebody to take kids to the potty, I'll volunteer one hour, once a month. Really? Or is it about going, God, let me serve children. Let me serve senior adults. Let me serve musically. Let me serve oh custodially it's not about guilt and shame it's about what what pleases god for us to involve ourselves in you see i i've got this new table Did y'all notice i have room for all my stuff now i, I even have room for a pen it's it's actually a gathering pen i think jennifer had these printed for women's conference years ago right but i got all this stuff out here i got i got information night every child foster and adoption ministry it's what they're calling it across the state you tell them see i'm talking about kids good job dude wait amen at the right time Come on out as the Baptist Children's Home of North Carolina share about opportunities to be the hope for children in our area. Right? Maybe, maybe somebody in the room through one of the gatherings this morning is going to go, that's what God wants me to do. Maybe you're the one that, that, that's going, you know what? I can do four and five-year-olds every Sunday at 9.25 can you tell that's one of the things we're looking for just thought i'd mention it right maybe you're one of the ones that says you know what i love holding babies and can i just tell y'all the gathering has a bunch we're waiting on a few right now you look around you'll notice where they're coming from okay folks there are opportunities to serve not the babies not the families but god by serving the babies and the families you see i mean i just want to all right so when i ask the question are you tired yet of course man i lifted two big boards yesterday hammered them in the ground i was tired when i went in and sat down right i went in and sat down i sat in the chair turned on uh ncaa basketball i saw about that much of it because next thing i know i was on the i in my recliner right and angie quietly doing her puzzle over at the table because she wasn't gonna let me overdo it right you see yeah, you, you can get tired, but that's why God gives you the opportunity of rest. We rest and get ready for the next opportunity to serve. You see? And 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 like this passage says, it says therefore, because we have a victory. We you have already been given a victory in Jesus Christ. God has already granted you in Christ life eternal, life everlasting. This time that we spend in this this existence, this 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 sort of uh, residency on this earth is temporary. Okay, it's a short time—seventy years, eighty years, hundred years, maybe. Right? That's just the introduction to eternity. And we've been given that victory. Therefore. Be steadfast. Immovable. Always working. Enthusiastically. Because you know. That your labor in the Lord. Is not in vain. It's not wasted. It's not useless. It has meaning. Now think of all the things we do in a week that has no meaning. Anybody watch a TV show this week? Even one. Just one. One TV show. Anybody watch an hour's worth of TV this week? Right? Yeah. We all do. You know? Uh, here's Here's the generation behind us. Those of you that are Anywhere near my age, the generation behind us watches TV in about forty-five second clips. Did y'all know that? I sit there and they watch YouTube, TikTok, whatever it is, and they just watch little video clips. I'm telling you, that drives me crazy. I, I mean, literally crazy. Man, that was sending my brain into short circuit. What does that hour produce as opposed to an hour of hanging out with babies or kids or digging flower beds at the outside the building here you see what I mean working for the king working for the king you see? Well, what has God called us to? Did did he just save us so he could fill up heaven? Right? No. Certainly God wants for us to be with him in heaven. But what he says about the body of Christ is, is that we love each other and we love our brothers, which is the expression John says of our love for God and if you look around the room and you see somebody in the room that you don't love very much I remember saying once upon a time that your love for God is measured by the person in the room that you love the least (laughs) that's why church fights are horrible you see kingdom work for the king serving the king Y'all are the only group that is guaranteed to get one of these on a Sunday morning. Because <laughs> after this hour, we run out of them. And people say, well, why don't you print more? I said, because then we end up with too many. <laughs> Baptist Children's Home Information Night. 3G Kids Egg Hunt. Maybe you can't sit with four-year-olds, but you can give a four-year-old a, an egg with candy in it. And drop those in the bucket out yonder. Maybe as a man here, you like chicken wings. And just showing up on Monday night to eat chicken wings and talk about Jesus, you have no idea that if you show up, gentlemen, what an encouragement that is to some guy that doesn't have that kind of fellowship and friendship. And they show up and they go, Oh, look who's here. I saw him Sunday in worship. I saw him at the Harris Teeter. I usually use food line, but I thought I'd give Harris Teeter equal time this morning. How about the women's Bible study? 12 more women of the Bible Thursdays at 10 o'clock. 12 session study beginning April 6th in the fellowship hall. $12 for the book. Sign up in the welcome desk out there. Or call Pam Redesky. Guess what? All day Thursday, ladies, you have an opportunity to be in Bible study. 10 in the morning, 2 in the afternoon, and what? 6.30 at night. You can go to all three if you want to because you'll be the best student in the room at 6.30. Because you will have already done it. All right, here you go. Here's the one. I'm going to get all of you. Let's pretend that today's New Year's. Okay? Women's Ministry Fitness Gathering. Fun, devotional, nutrition question and answer, light exercise. I'm in. Light exercise. April fifteenth, ten to eleven thirty in the Fellowship Hall. Right. All right. So let's say we show up for that. Right. And we end up engaging somebody who's not really connected, you know? They're like, you know what? I need something like that. I'm going to show up for that thing. Though so I've not been to, any, I've not talked to anybody in the gathering. I came one Sunday, saw this announcement, I'm going to show up. But you show up, they have a conversation with you, and all of a sudden, y'all are encouraging each other in the kingdom of God. Every opportunity to have the conversation, folks. Every opportunity. Have eyes to see and ears to hear what God's doing. Here's a question. Do you love books? Will you join the club? Well, no, it says, well, join. I got new glasses coming this week. Well, join the club. Safely Home by Randy Alcorn. Women's Ministry Book Club, April 19th at 630 in the library. All right. Not only is that an opportunity to feed, but it's an opportunity to encourage. How about gathering in the sand for sunrise? It's going to be on Easter Sunday, 630, right across yonder. Uh, if it's high tide, we're going to squeeze everybody right up against the dune. That's what happened last year. Man, as the tide came in, everybody got closer and closer and closer. Next uh, Easter Sunday at 10 o'clock, we're going to have gathering in the sand at 10 o'clock we worship out there that's because we got too many people showing up here we're going to do worship at 10 o'clock out there egg hunt i've already mentioned now here's the one that the list is growing easter sunday baptism man the people are just signing up online <laughs> it's kind of cool Just put a sign-up sheet right I say, all right, we need to talk about Jesus. So we meet at 1245 over in the fellowship hall. We talk about Jesus. Make sure people know Jesus, that they're they're surrendered to to Jesus as Lord and Savior of their lives, and they're committed to following him. All right, here's where you first follow. Let's jump in the water together. Right? See, the body of Christ is is this, this, this massive service organization. Yeah, we're serving each other, but folks, we're serving God. There are opportunities every week. Now, I'm going to tell you about this conversation I've been having because I love it that you're here, glad you're here. Maybe you're here and you've not connected with somebody in the room. Well, here you go. About 10 minutes every Sunday, 5 to 10 minutes every Sunday, we give you chaos, okay? Go greet one another. I had somebody ask me yesterday, how do, we, how, how, how do we as a husband and wife connect at the gathering? I said, well, when we turn the chaos loose on Sunday morning, go start meeting people. If within that first two minutes you hit it off with somebody, y'all go eat a biscuit together. Go have lunch. See, it's interesting to me that, that people wait for me to tell them what to do. I don't know what God wants you to do. I'm telling you all the opportunities. I'm giving you the the things that you can be involved in. But you got to obey God as far as your obedience is concerned. And you got to plug in where God tells you to plug in. Okay? We always say, man, we need folks in the children's ministry. Or in the nursery. Or we'll say, we need folks up in the booth. We need folks sitting at that, that slide. Guess what? That is the most powerful position in this congregation. Because right now, Michael up there could just shut me down. <laughs> he just pull that slide down. Nobody would hear me online or in the room. Now y'all would hear me in the room. Sorry. <laughs> Here's the question of the day. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, be steadfast, immovable, always excelling, working enthusiastically for the Lord, because you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. What has God asked of you? What does God want you to do? People come up to me. I know after today's message, I'm going to have people all week long going, oh, but I just don't know. Well, well where's your passion for the kingdom of god what is it that you just thoroughly love to do how could you do that for god how could you do that I, y'all know what i love to do more than anything else in the world talk i love to talk yesterday i had a two-hour talk and then i'm like, I sat there from 7.30 to 9.30 just talking. Yesterday afternoon, I was hoarse, and I was going, God, I have to preach four times in the morning. Could you restore my voice? Guess what? You see? What is it that you just thoroughly enjoy doing, and how can you make that a kingdom enjoyment? You see? Man, if you... Man, you know what I always tell, in ministry, I've, I, I've preached, I've led music, I've done youth ministry, I've done activities ministry. You know what one area of ministry I've not done and have not, well, I've done it but have not been called to it? Children's ministry. God knows my limitations. See what I mean? Where has God called you to serve Him? Maybe it's not each other. But by serving each other, you're serving Him. It is the sixth of the six disciplines. I have a friend of mine who preached a message one time that was sort of along these lines. God never called people to sit and soak. He calls people to serve. Okay? Guilt and shame. Everybody feel it? (laughs) Press on, folks. Press on. All right. If you know Jesus this morning, man, we celebrate that together. It's one of the reasons we gather. To celebrate. To celebrate salvation. To celebrate redemption. To celebrate that God loved you first. Right? Right? Now, our lives as a testimony of our love back to Him, what does that look like? I mean, it's great to to look at the end of the week and and say, okay, what did I do this week? Just add a preposition on there. What did I do for God this week? See, here's here's the way ministry starts at the gathering. God plants a, a passion in your heart. Maybe for a something, maybe for a somebody, maybe for a group of somebodies, right? And says, all right, go do something, right? Here's the question. Well, well, who who helps me? All right, well, guess what? That'll come. Well, who gives permission? God's already given permission and call. Here you go. At 11 o'clock this morning, Tim Belcher, where are you going to be? He'll be at the nursing home. He's getting really old, y'all. <laughs> now, see, Tim, Tim, Tim's Tim's been here. This was this is your third round at the gathering. Tim, Tim, Tim's one of those military doctor people, and he's been here and then he leaves and then he comes back and then he leaves again. And he came back this time and <laughs> he bought a house. It's okay, <laughs> but he and his wife love just encouraging taking care kind of of old people in worship so they started a worship ministry down at woodbury nursing home to just go hang out in the cafeteria where the piano is at 11 o'clock and there was a lady in there who was playing now they're doing worship together at 11 o'clock at woodbury nursing home and if you want to you can join them You don't need my permission. You don't need my assignment. You just need God's direction to serve Him by serving others. That's just one example. Right, Tim? See? Call Call Tim and Ruth. They'll They'll let you know what's going on. See? At the end of the week, you get to say, look, God, thank you for letting me do this. Maybe God brought you here because He wants you to be a part of these things. You know, People ask me each week about joining the gathering, that sort of thing. I go, well, were you in worship? And they say, yeah. I said, then you joined. That's not re- membership as such. But if you're here to worship, then we are the body of Christ worshiping God together. I'm glad you're here. If you want to be in the membership of the gathering, come on down here when we sing in just a minute. Do what God's telling you to do, not what Bobby's telling you to do. I tell pastors, pastors say, Bobby, can I call you and talk to you about church and ministry and stuff? And I go, no. And they go, well, why not? And I say, because I'll get you in trouble. See? What's God telling you to do? Do that. Do that. All right? Pray with me. Father, thank you for today. and. Thank you that we have so much to be grateful for, so much to be thankful for. We are so, so very blessed. God, help us to be a blessing to others. God, help us to serve others. God, help us to recognize that there's no retirement. God, help us to be the 80-year-old going, show me and I'll go. Father, I thank you. we have these opportunities god the first opportunity is to know jesus so god if there's someone here this morning that doesn't hasn't received that salvation god my prayer is god that we would just fall at your feet god there might be christians in the room who let the world occupy and distract their week father help us to pay more attention to you to hear to see to follow God, there's probably some folks who need to come on and join the gathering actually in full membership and just say, yeah, this is where God's planting me in what he's doing. God, more than anything else, help us to obey you. And I pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.